to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, this is 2021, and we are going to have a great year. I spoke last week about Jesus, the time traveler, and letting Jesus come to and interrupt and interrupt your life. I talked about Jesus can go back in time and redeem all the hurt, all the pain, all the mistakes, all the poor choices, all the bad choices. He can come into your presence and redeem the time now. And he can go into your future, even to your last day on earth and have him redeem that Time Have Jesus make your last day your best day. Jesus, Jesus is the answer. And he not only wants to save you from death and destruction, from sin, he wants to redeem every crooked, awful thing that has happened to you in your life. I talked about how, unfortunately, some people don't get a chance to even come out the womb. They're aborted or, they, or they're miscarried. Some people come out with defects. Some people, they make it out the womb and they're molested. Some people make it out the womb and they're divorced. Some people make it out of the womb and they go through bankruptcy. There's all sorts of awful things that happen to people. And guess what? Jesus came to redeem, to redeem it, to redeem the time. That means take away the bad effects, the, 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 the hurt and the pain. Take it away to the point where it no longer warps you. It no longer makes your life at a different trajectory than it should be. Yes, that happens. Bad things happen to people, and unfortunately, there are side effects that go into their future. And sometimes to the point where people miss their destinies. I don't want to miss my destiny. And I know you don't want to miss your destiny, your holy destiny that God ordained for you from the beginning of time. 2021 is time. No more time for games. 2021 is time to stand up and be counted as a child of God, 2021 is the time for us to authorize Christ Jesus to take control of our lives. 2021 is to surrender all to Christ Jesus. We, have, we are in a very tumultuous time in our nation. And I was praying in tongues on the way here, asking the Father, asking Christ Jesus and the Lord God, Holy Spirit, who I love so much, asking them what did they want me to tell the people and of America and the people of the world. Our capital was, it was bad. It was unexpected. I would thought I would never see anything like that in our nation. But as Christians, we are under the Lamb of God. We are under the Lion of Judah. This is not our home. 
Our home is a different home. We are ambassadors to Christ Jesus. We are ambassadors to Daddy God, Yuhei We are ambassadors to the Lord God, Holy Spirit. We are to bring heaven to earth, heaven's government to earth. Heaven's government is a government of love. And not the whippy, slippy, gushy love. I'm talking about the agape love of Christ Jesus. The agape love of you, hey, vahe. The agape love of Lord God, Ruha Kadash, Lord God, Holy Spirit. This love is so powerful that nothing and no one and nothing, including hate, can stand against it. This is what we are to bring to this planet, planet Earth, and as Americans to this nation, the United States of America. We are to love ourselves in a healthy way where we exercise, where we eat healthy, where we have a sound mind, the mind of Christ, where we have healthy emotions, where we our, our will is entwined with the will of the Father, Daddy God, Yuhei the Son, Yahshua, Amashiach, Christ Jesus, and the Lord God, Holy Spirit's will, Ruh HaKadosh. Our wills are in alignment with the Father's will, the Son, and the Holy Spirit's will. Our mind now is the mind of Christ, renewed and bathed by the Word of God. Our emotions are Cleansed and purged by the blood of Jesus. Our spirit is a new creation, a new creature in Christ Jesus. We are not of this world. We are to love ourselves the right way. And then we can love others as we love ourselves. And then not next is we are to love one another. That's the body of Christ. We should love ourselves and love others as we love ourselves. And we are to love others, one another in Christ Jesus, the love of the church, the love of the church. And now we are to love our enemies. I didn't see any loving of our enemies in our national capital. And many of these individuals call themselves Christians, call themselves followers of Christ Jesus. Jesus is looking for disciples. Disciples are different than just a follower. Disciples pledge their allegiance to the one and only true God, Daddy God, Yuhei Lord God, Christ Jesus, and Lord God, Holy Spirit. Jesus says that he knows his people. He knows his children. He knows them by their fruits, not the lip service, not what you say, but what you do. People died that didn't have to die because they was no loving one another. There was no loving thy neighbor. There was no loving thy enemy. Jesus makes it extremely clear that if you are not walking in love, loving yourself properly, loving one another properly, loving one another, right? Loving your neighbor, loving, that's the world, loving your enemies, you don't belong to him. And the love he's talking about 
is the sacrificial love that he gave when he was on the cross for us. He didn't want to he didn't want to die on the cross, but he did it because he loved the father and he loved us. He loved us so much. He died for us. I don't see that right now in the body of Christ. Who allegiance are we? God is not under the Republican Party. God is not under the Democratic Party. God is not an independent. God is sovereign. God is God all by himself. He is the ruler of this universe. He is God. You, hey, vah, hey. And we must bow our knee in allegiance to him and his holy word. And it's not about how we feel. Our feelings are irrelevant. We are not moved by our emotions. Mature Christians are not moved by their emotions. I have been asked to sit in places where I received church hurt over and over and over again. I have sat in jobs where I have been mistreated, but yet I still honor the person, the leadership that mistreated me. Why? Because I don't belong to me. I belong to Christ Jesus. And it is a command. It is a command that I love my enemies. It is a command that I love my neighbors. It is a command I love one another. It is a command that I love people as I love myself. And I need to love myself the correct way. We are entering a time where... There may not be a second chance. This is a time where you need to get in alignment with God's holy word for real. Yes, we, we, the members of the body of Christ, it's time for us to stand up and speak the word. I so admire Beth Moore. Beth Moore is a woman of God, a woman of courage, and she is straight up word. That woman is a walking Bible, just like my godfather. She memorizes chapters, chapters of the word of God. Her life exemplifies the word of God. The fruits of the spirit radiate off of her, just like Joyce Meyer, just like many other people that I admire. Mary Cloud Bethune, so many. We have to get our houses in order. This is a year that we need to make some major changes, if necessary, in order to be fruitful for the kingdom of God. What comes to mind is the tree that did not bear fruit and the father came to the to Jesus and said, I want just pull it up and toss it into the fire. And Jesus said, no, no, no. Give me one more year, father. Let me, I'm going to work on it one more year. And you know what Jesus did? He worked around that tree and he put a lot of dung. Y'all know what dung is? <laughs> he put a lot of fertilizer, right? A lot of mess to get this tree to produce fruit because if 
this tree did not produce fruit this year, this tree was going to be plucked up and thrown into the fire. Lampstands are going to be removed in 2021. Lampstands are God demoting pastors, men and women of God who are not standing up for righteousness, who are not standing up for justice. Oh, yes. God is a God of justice. It is not just righteousness. God is a God of justice. And many Christians have sat on the sideline and injustice, injustice after injustice and did nothing. Beth Moore did something and suffered consequences for it because it wasn't what people wanted to hear. There shall not be no other God before him. I'm just telling you straight up. There shall not be no other God before Daddy God, Yuhei There shall not be no other God before Yahshua Mashiach, Christ Jesus. There shall not be no other God before Ruhai Kadash, Lord God, Holy Spirit. There shall not. There shall not be no child God. There shall be not no husband God. There shall be not no what? Wife God. There should be, there should not be no job God. There should not be no political party God. There should not be no president God. No God. No Trump God. No Biden God. No God before God. Abba Father, you, hey, vahe. And there's a, there's Christians that are in a very dangerous, very dangerous position of making people into idols. And let me tell you, if you read the word of God closely, you will see the most severest punishment comes. The most chastening comes when the people of God practice idolatry. There is no football NFL idol. There's no football God. There's no basketball God, sports God. There's no mama. There's no money God, Wall Street. There's no intellectual God. Oh, I'm so smart. I got a doctorate. I have a doctorate. And guess what? I bow my knee to Christ Jesus. He is my God, Lord God, Christ Jesus, Yahshua, Mashiach, hallelujah, and Lord God, our Father Yahweh, Lord God, Ruha Kadash, Lord God, Holy Spirit. There is no other God before me. I don't care how many degrees I got, and I got quite a few, right? Jesus, God the Father and the Holy Spirit has to come. They are our God, and whatever the Word of God says, that's what we've got to do. We have to obey. God's love language is obedience. Obedience. We must obey. I was recently talking to my Godfather, you know, and he's my, he's, he's just a mighty man of God. You know, I love him dearly. And he's just such an example. I mean, you see the, the Shekinah glory of God just radiating off, radiating off of him. He walks the talk. He has a great marriage. He has children and grandchildren, 13 to be exact. He's a godly man on his job. He keeps his life in alignment. He has boundaries. And he don't see, does not step out of them. So he keeps himself under the covering of the father. And I just recently told him that Dr. Davis is actually dating. It's a big deal, guys. Everybody's kind of 
tripping, as you as you would say, because all I do is work and go to church and take care of my students, take care of my children, take care of my mother, take care of my friends. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not just cloistered, but I don't date. Why? Because I've learned, I've gotten wisdom down. And first of all, I only want to date potential husbands. I don't have time to waste on someone that's not in the running. Secondly, there's not going to be no sex. So right now in this society, most people are having sex outside of marriage. Not happening here, right? Not gonna, Even if I get an engagement ring, there's not going to be no sex until the wedding night. So there's a lot of things that are going on here. And I'm a very close to a major breakthrough in my life. And of course, as you know, Satan's coming. I have to walk the talk. It's easy to say that you're not going to do certain things if you don't have nobody to do it with. The people of God, the children of God, the Christians, we are the world's only hope. We have the answers. We have the solutions. And the solution is Jesus. The solution is Jesus. The solution is Jesus. Everything could be straightened out. Everything could be straightened out in our nation through Jesus, through the word of God. But you've got to be a mature Christian, not a baby Christian, not a carnal Christian. A carnal Christian walks by sight, not by faith. That's right. You walk by faith. The word says it. I believe it. That's where you've got to be. Spiritual believers and listeners, let Jesus interrupt your life. Don't let the trappings of 2020 come into 2021. And once again, you have the same old thing that you had in 2020. You don't get the breakthroughs. You don't get the growth. You don't go from glory to glory. You don't have every good and perfect gift God has for you. You don't. This is a very important year. This may be the last year for many of us. I think about Judas. Judas, he was one of the 12. Jesus tapped him. Jesus put him over the finances, in, even though he was stealing from God. God put him over the finances. And Judas, he loved Jesus. I believe Judas loved Jesus, just like John loved Jesus, just like Peter loved Jesus. They all fell. Judas wasn't the only one that failed Jesus. Peter failed Jesus. Peter denied Jesus three times. In matter of fact, he cussed the little girl out and said, I never knew him. John ran too. Now he skimpered back towards the end. He was at the cross at the end. But the long and short of it is, (sighs) Jesus, he needs us to be in position. Judas, Judas thought he had more time. Judas thought he had more time time. Judas thought he knew better than Jesus. Judas was with the other disciples when 
He saw Jesus feed 5,000 men, over 5,000 men, and then the women and children on top of it. We could have been as many as 20,000 people were fed from five loaves of bread and two fish. And they ate until they were full and they took up the, there was no waste. God had them pick up the scraps and there were 12 baskets full of fish and bread. This is supernatural increase. Judas saw this. Judas was in the boat when Jesus was walking on the water. He defied physics, the law of density. <laughs> Ooh, right? Jesus. Judas was in the boat when Peter got out the boat and walked on water also until Judas, until Peter took his eyes off of Jesus and looked at the waves and looked at the wind and heard the wind and then got scared and went down. But he was close enough that all Jesus had to do was reach his hand down and pick him up. And he finished walking on water back to the boat. Mm. Judas. Judas was there when Jesus healed the lepers. Judas was there when he wasn't in the room, but he was outside when Jesus raised the little girl from the dead. Jesus, Judas was there when Lazarus, who was in the grave for four days, which is important because there was a uh, there was a group of Jewish people. I think it was the Pharisees, if not the Sadducees, that believed that that the spirit was still hovering over the body for three days, but then got dispersed the fourth day. Jesus deliberately waited to raise Lazarus on the fourth day. And guess what? Judas was there. He was there when he said, Lazarus, rise up. <laughs> Judas was there when the people threw their cloaks on the ground as he rode into Jerusalem through the east gate on the back of the donkey. And they had the palms, Palm Sunday. Judas was there. Judas, 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 Judas. He thought he had more time. Now, this is, this is um, you know, this is Edith Gale Williams Davis interpretation. Judas was trying to maneuver. Judas thought that Jesus was to come, was to come, to, come to overthrow the Roman Empire. Judas thought that this was Jesus' destiny. Even though Jesus told them over and over again, I'm going to be crucified, right? So he thought he could maneuver. He thought he could position. He thought he could pressure, right? He could pressure God, Christ Jesus, in overthrowing the Roman Empire. So he said, I'll just give him a little nudge. So he went to the leadership. He went to the leadership and sold Jesus out for 30 pieces of silver. And even then, when Judas came up to kiss, because they couldn't even identify, Jesus was so ordinary. Jesus was so plain, physically. They couldn't even distinguish him from the rest of the disciples. Judas had to go and kiss him on the cheek. And Jesus told Judas, friend, Friend, you betray me with a kiss? Judas ran out of time. Judas ran out of time. And he 
was with Jesus. He had an inside look at what was going on. Now, he didn't make it into the sacred three, Peter, James, and John, but he did handle the money as demonstrated when Mary broke the alabaster perfume on Jesus's feet and filled the room with the perfume because of her love for Jesus and bathed his feet with the perfume and dried his feet with her hair. Oh, yes. He says, why didn't she just give that to us? We could have got money. We could have sold it and gave food and fed the poor. Jesus said, the poor will always be with you. But what she has done will last forever because she was the only one that got to anoint Jesus prior to the crucifixion. Yes, Jesus, 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 don't be Judas. Don't think you've got more time because you don't. Get your house in order. Go to go to Apple Podcasts and get the last broadcast or go to my blog, Into the Glory Zone, and listen to the broadcast again that I said last Friday because that's imperative. That's important. If you want to make it in 2021 and receive every good and perfect gift, every blessing that God has for you, this is this is this is a must. We must get our house in order, Christians. We must get our house in order, disciples of Christ Jesus. We must become big boys and girls. We must put on our big britches. We have to have allegiance to the word of God, to Christ Jesus, to the Father and the Holy Spirit. Our knee bows to Christ Jesus. And rest assured, every, every, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess Jesus Christ as King of kings and Lord of lords. He's not coming back to be in a manger. He is not coming back to be crucified. He is coming back on a white horse. He is coming back to take over. He is coming back to destroy Satan, to destroy the beast, and to destroy the false prophet and every human being that takes the sign of the beast. Get your houses in order. Let Jesus interrupt your lives. Let let him go into your past and heal your wounds so that you can be healed and delivered and have the right trajectory to the holy destiny. It's not too late. As long as you got breath in your body, it's never too late. But it's a time for you to get your house in order. 2021, God is not, as I told my Godfather, playing the radio. Meaning, game over. End game. Yes. We are at a tipping point. We are at a juncture in the history of the United States of America. We are at a juncture in the history of the world. The Christians of the world, the Christians of the United States need to rise up and speak and pronounce the word of God. We need to take authority over the principalities, over the powers, over the present darkness and the host of wickedness in heavenly places. We're not fighting flesh and blood. We are fighting spirits. Spiritual believers, thank you. And I don't want to end this broadcast without saying Romans 10, 9, that if you confess with your mouth, 
the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Okay. Thank you for once again joining me on Enter the Glory Zone, Dr. Edith Davis on 94.1 FM, Wave 94.